maybe work a little harder ahead of time mm. to tackle the stressful stuff so that when things slow down, you can fill that space with meaningful things mm. instead of filling that space with the busyness, which just adds to the stress. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome. Producer Chris, good to see you. Hello. Thank you. We it's are, good to be seen. We are closer <laughs> and closer to Christmas. Yes, we are. So exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, Grace. Kurt. How much Christmas shopping do you have left to do? Oh, I think almost done. Almost done. few to wrap okay. up. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> How about you all? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, as we have learned about me, I'm, I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> I was going to say, you so, don't give gifts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this year we're actually not doing gifts. We did a family vote. Oh, okay. My wife sent out like a little MailChimp or okay. whatever those are, those like little polls. Uh-huh. And it was our normal thing is we pull names and it's a, you, you buy, you, you spend $50 on whatever person in the family. Okay. Like a secret Santa secret, type of thing? Yeah, secret Santa. One Thank person you. Thank you, secret Santa. And so the question was, do you want to do that or do you want to do pull names? But then, but we, oh, the other tradition is a full on, a full on Christmas list and you just buy something off the list. That's a Got tradition. it. Business as usual. Would you rather do the same exact thing, but mystery gift? Like just buy something you think don't, don't, there's, there are no lists. You just random. Yeah. Yep. And then the other one was, um, there was some other one, um, like an experience. So we, oh. we all pitch in our 50 bucks and we create some kind of one day experience. Oh. That's a great idea. And, I then, love the, that and one. then the fourth one was we chip in our money and then Kurt and Rachel will add to it and we'll go like, we'll go somewhere within driving distance for like, we're going to Airbnb for like, Oh, like a family outing, like a, a family outing. Yeah. And we thought, there's no way they're going to, with everybody's schedule. And that's the one that won. <gasps> the fourth one. Yeah. The outing one. Yeah. Not even so, just the experience. Yep. No gifts. Wow. But on Christmas afternoon, we're heading out to an Airbnb in Palm Springs for two nights. Who's mm. we? Um, Rachel and I. Okay. Colton and Kayla and their kids. Okay. Cole and Emily. Wow. And Rachel's parents. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And the weather's going to be perfect. It's going to be it's so It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Are it's you the, really not going to get kids? Your grandkids' gifts? No, 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 no. The grandkids are immune. Oh, grandkids. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to yes. say that. No, grand, no, grandkids get gifts. I was going to say, even Nobody if that was else. the rule, I could yeah. see that being really hard for you and no, Rachel. No, no, no. Grandkids so, are immune. Where were we going with that? How do we get stuck? Oh, oh, Christmas shopping. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll shop for Rachel's stocking yes. on Christmas Eve. That's my tradition. Got Speaking it. of Christmas traditions, yes. I like doing that. Yeah, okay. On Christmas Eve. Because I'll find it's on time. Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, you know, it's like t just a few moments alone to guy go kind of have Kurt time and think about Rachel and Try figure out what it. color nail polish she wants oh, this year. <laughs> so sweet. Nice. <laughs> I'll have to All ask right. her what was in her stocking this yes, year. Well, it's, How it's, did Kurt do? I have to try to get creative. <laughs> Target, Target, you know, it's hard to keep it fresh every year when the only place I go is Target. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've already She's seen like, this. I know exactly what aisle he got this gift. I know exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us as we round third base in this little series on our way to Christmas. So glad you've joined us as always. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Kurt with my amazing co-host, Grace. I'm also her amazing co-host, yes, Kurt. Yes. It's, not, it's not like she's my co-host. We co-host this oh. thing together. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that, that I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't portray that yeah. she's my co-host. 
I'm also her co-host. Yeah. We yes. are yeah. each other's but, co-hosts. But Chris is our producer. Amazing producer, <laughs> yes. The amazing, wonderful producer. And we are today, as we head into Christmas, we're going to talk a little bit about just navigating the inevitable mm. stress. Mm-hmm. And and we're going to talk, I think, maybe specifically like, what do you, what do you pay attention to if, because Christmas time is stressful. Mm-hmm. And in one of the first two episodes we talked about, like, you kind of just got to concede that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not suggesting you're going to mitigate. I stole that word from you. You use that word a couple I episodes do. ago. <laughs> When you use that word, I was like, I think she knows what that means. I think, I mean, I think I know, I think I know what she's saying. And, and here I did. I just you used did. it. Yeah. You expanded yeah. my vocabulary. We're not suggesting that you're going to mitigate or eliminate. That's the same word basically, right? Well, mitigate doesn't necessarily mean it goes away. You're just potentially lessening oh, it. Mitigating. Okay. But it could mean, yes. you know, you're holding you. it at bay. So then what, I'm, what, what I would say is we're not suggesting you're going to eliminate the stress. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can mitigate it. Mitigate. Oh, yeah. see? Yeah. So I, I use the right? word. I just yeah. use it in the wrong context. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. English lessons 101 <laughs> with Kurt and Grace. Um, Which our listeners are going to tell us you both are wrong. Yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody can correct us if we're wrong, please. Email us at <laughs> parents, us parents at saddleback.com yes. with the proper use of mitigate. Yes. I, was it mitig- isn't mitigation like a legal word? Like. Could be. We're mitigating. Now I'm going to oh, have to look li- it up. No, that's litigation. No, that's lit. Oh, is that what you were thinking? No, that's I don't litigation. Know what I was thinking. Mitigate definition. <laughs> oh, it is. It says to make less severe, serious, or painful. So you're you're mitigating. So, so you used it, I think, the perfectly. Sec- the sec- well, the second time. You're lessening the yes. gravity of the it. The second yes. time I did. The first time I was wrong. We are not suggesting you can eliminate stress. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can help you mitigate yes. the stress. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That took us 13 minutes. <laughs> took us 13 minutes to get to that little moment. Um, that so, was a good one. So that's that's our hope. Is like like maybe when the stress is higher than it should be, mm. and you're going, man, why this is a little bit extra mm. this year? Well, wh- what might be the case? Mm-hmm. And Grace, you've got some great, great, great thoughts on that. Um, and so I'm going to just share one little thought and then I'm just going to toss it to you and let you go to town. Cause you're going to talk about being the whole point is maybe you're out of sync mm-hmm. and some areas that you might be out of sync if things are a little bit extra yeah. heightened. Um, I think that's so profound and so good that I'm just going to kind of listen and chime in here and there. Um, but you know, my, my one thought would just be if you want to mitigate the stress mm-hmm. is, and this isn't true for everybody, depending on what, what like career you have, but for a lot of people, that week heading into Christmas is a little bit slower. There's Christmas parties at work. There's some people took the week off before Christmas that had extra vacation time or whatever. A lot of companies closed down at noon on Christmas Eve. You know, things are typically a little bit slower rolling into Easter. Into Easter. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Hello, Easter. <laughs> They are. You're they, way ahead. I am so But you know this ahead. is what the Christmas season could do to yes, you, right? Yes. It's a lot. Um, but what what often happens is, and this goes back to your episode one in this little series on planning ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do proactively knowing that maybe things are going to slow down? Mm. And my tendency, if I'm just being curt in the, in the natural flesh, my tendency is to wait, 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 wait. And then I... I don't get to take advantage 
of the slowdown mm. because now I have to shop, I have to decorate, I have to do all the things that I've been procrastinating. Mm. So one piece of encouragement to parents might be like maybe work a little harder ahead of time mm. to tackle the stressful stuff so that when things slow down, you can fill that space with meaningful things mm. instead of filling that space with the busyness, which just adds to the stress. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of just one just super basic, simple thought. Grace, you go to town on this idea of being out of sync, possibly, yeah, and and, and what we might do about and what what we can think about. Yeah. So let me start off with a, a recent story of what happened to me. I woke up and like a normal morning, and I realized, like you know, sometimes when you sleep funny and your your head was pressed against your pillow, you have like a neck cramp or something like that. But I felt like some tension around my jaw, my face. So I go to like. Oh, that's weird. And I go to like open my mouth and I could only open it slightly, mm. but I couldn't open it the whole way. And then like almost instantaneously, I don't know if anyone and one of our listeners experienced that. If you, if your jaw goes out of alignment and you can't open your mouth, it like induces panic very quickly mm -hmm. because it's not like, Oh, I got a cut. Oh, I have to like clean it and put a bandaid on it. It's like, wait, what? I can't, I can't open my mouth. My mouth is not opening. And it's like, just like shot of adrenaline through your body. And my jaw like just got out of sync. And it was this lock jaw situation because mm -hmm. I could feel it. I could feel where the hinge was not in its spot. Oh. And it was like trying to open, but it wasn't in its Eww. right alignment. And <laughs> it was terrifying. I, get the, I just got like the little heebie-jeebies, yeah. right? Well, oh. then like the experience of living through it because it didn't go, sometimes you're a little bit, you know, something happens, but it quickly goes into alignment. But for me, it was like 30 minutes where I was like, it eventually like moved it enough where it popped yep. back into place. But that's just a picture of when you are out of alignment or when you are out of sync that was a very an acute example, but it can create a lot of stress. It can create a lot of tension. And so one of the things that I was thinking about is when we get stressed during the Christmas season, are there things that are just out of sync that are not in its proper alignment with each other? And when things that are not in their proper place happen, it can create stress. Mm. And so I have just three things to, to throw out to our listeners. Some of the things that I've, I've experienced as stress causers in my life of things that are out of sync that maybe people can relate to and, and can help them as they prepare for navigating stress in this Christmas season. And the first one is, are you out of sync between the things that are causing you stress and your actual values? And this alludes to some of the things we talked about in the first episode of the series, but it could be, let's just, where we talked about where your actions do not always automatically align to right. what is important to you. Yep. You would think that it would, but it doesn't happen naturally. Right. It's something that you have to be really intentional about. And so that's my first check is, are you getting super stressed out about something that actually is not really that important to you mm. and your values, but you're just used to getting stressed out about it. So yeah. for example, maybe your value is I really want to create a space where there's affection and warmth within the family as, as a, as a goal or a value for yeah. this holiday season. 
but then you are so stressed out because your perfect decoration is not working out well. You intended it to get it here, but it didn't work out and it's not coming to place. And you're just getting really wound up about this decoration because someone's coming over and the centerpiece is not perfect. You might want to take a step back and say, wait, what is this thing that's driving me stress? The, and, and the driver is having the perfect decoration centerpiece. And why? Like, what is the goal of that? Well, because I want my guests to think that I'm competent and mm -hmm. that I'm a well-kept person and right. that I have a beautiful home. But if you kind of unpack that instead of just going along with the flow of the stress, it could be like, do I, is that really even valuable? Right. Am I getting hung up and wrapped up on something that actually isn't my core value? And in that case, probably isn't even their core value. Right. Like you, no you, one, you, yeah. you think that they're concerned about all those things or they're, they're looking at you through that kind of lens yeah. and they're probably not. Right. Exactly. And, and it, I shared the story, I think very early on in our podcast experience, but I think sometimes we can get very easily swept up on these external uh, visual cues of right. what we think something should be like. And we allow that to stress us out and miss what mm. is actually important. And, mm. and I share the story about um, someone that we knew that was a flight attendant and she was a single mom. And every time during Christmas season, they would be traveling. So her family's Christmas was never around a nice table. There was no Christmas tree. It was at a hotel room yep. with like the gifts from the airport. And I remember her sharing with me, she would grow up as a single parent mom, always feeling terrible around Christmas, just like I am failing my kids. They don't get that whatever idyllic Christmas scene that I see all the other families have with the pot roasts and the whatever, whatever the, the stockings. Yep. But so she always felt so guilty and so ashamed of like not being able to provide her kids that experience. Yep. But um, we were talking at a wedding of her daughter and one of the things that they shared was that some of their best memories growing up was the fun that they had in the hotel rooms during Christmas time with mom, because mom would always bring like a fun little trinket from like the souvenir shop. And they just had just, I mean, the kids are just having fun right. jumping on the Christmas bed. So it's just an example of sometimes we get so caught up and so stressed out about something that we feel like we're failing in when the root of it is maybe more image or security oriented. And it's helpful to just try to pinpoint that and say, are we allowing ourselves to get so caught up with this stressor that it's out of sync with actually what's really important. What's yeah. important was that she was spending quality time with her kids. Right. She was loving them. They yeah. felt love. And yeah. that's the most important thing. Yeah. And allow yourself to let go of that stress. Yep. If it's not in line with what's really important. So, to you. I, so identify what's important to me around Christmas mm -hmm. And when I'm feeling super stressed, a little extra out of sync, is it possible mm -hmm. that I'm allowing the stuff that doesn't matter mm -hmm. to me? Like I've made my little mental checklist of what does matter mm -hmm. and I'm allowing the things that really don't matter to creep in and cause this undue stress. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And then the second one is, are you out of sync? Is your expectations out of sync with reality? and out of sync with your family members' expectations. Mm. I will tell you, 
misaligned expectations or uncommunicated expectations is probably one of the largest drivers of stress and family conflict. For sure. And part of it is in this season, I think it's more easy to be out of sync with reality because there is so much, particularly I will say in like the financial realm, um, because there's just so much out there, so many sales, so many things to buy, more things you could buy that it is very easy to say, well, if only we can get this much more of this thing, but it's not just material things. It could also be time. There's Mm going to be a lot of expectations or opportunities to do social events or to Mm -hmm. go to this or to go to that. And it'll be It can be very easy for time and for money to get misaligned, both with what you are hoping to get out of the situation and the season, and also maybe what your family wants to get out of it. And just reality, maybe you can't afford this, but you do anyway, that could create stress and tension. Or um, just, you know, having that conversation. It's not an easy conversation to have when you talk about resources, like your time and your money, but I think it's a worthwhile thing to talk about it with your spouse in advance. Yeah. What is our expectations around the season with those resources in general? That's really good. And maybe, and this might hit our younger parents more than our older parents, but also having that same conversation with your own parents and your in-laws mm. about their expectations that what time you're going to, you know, so many parents, they expect their grown up kids who have their own kids <laughs> to still show up on Christmas day at this time. Right. And the, un, the, what what you call it? The unexpressed expectations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the conflict is the overly expressed expectations. Like, right. And, That's not and, agreed and, upon. And not agreed right. upon. Mm-hmm. So talking about those and being honest. And again, this goes back to the planning and don't wait till the last minute. Mm-hmm. But if you if you try to have that conversation on Christmas Eve with your 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 in laws or with your parents, that might be very hard for them to navigate. Like, wait, we're not going to see the grandkids all day on Christmas Day, right? Um, or whatever it might be. Um, but if you start having those conversations a little bit earlier in the year, hey, we're gonna we're gonna our fam- our family traditions are important to us now too, right? Hey, we've got we've got our own kids that we want to make sure. Hey, we may not show up on Christmas as early as we used to. Those are tough conversations for some families. Mm-hmm. Other families, other parents are listening to this going, I don't, I don't get it. My parents put zero expectation. Right. Well, that's, you're probably the exception a little bit. Um, but talking about mm-hmm. the unexpressed expectations and maybe the overly unrealistic expectations for your time and your resources and all that, I think is really wise, Grace. Yeah. And I love the story that you shared at the beginning of the podcast, which is how your family even put out a poll. I mean, that's so great because you're just normalizing the fact that let's get on the same page as to what you're thinking. What are we thinking? What are your hopes? What are our hopes? Can we get in alignment? And it wasn't this, it's almost like a fun thing. Hey, yeah. everyone, do a poll. Let's figure that out. I think that was, that's fantastic. That's was such it, a good example. Was it wrong that I called everybody and said, hey, well, you know, you're going to vote for this. <laughs> <laughs> you did some you know, behind yeah. the scenes as the, swaying. As the grandpa in the family, I'm really, I'm, re- I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure... I want to Airbnb vote with this you. Direction, right, guys? Is that, hey. did that did that did that sour the no the no integrity I don't think of the so. poll? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, we have to do Airbnb with Grandpa. 
<laughs> no, but I, I do think though expectations as hard as it is engaging in that work is worth the effort yeah. because the the flip side ignoring it doesn't mean it right. goes away. Right. And and I think not just with uh, resource things like time and money, but even just your desires for something is a really good thing to talk about. So yep. this is something that I, you know, I've, this is my personal thing because my expectations are less around material things and time. It's more like the, the feel because yeah. I'm a feeler, like the yeah. feeling that I want out right. of a particular event. So you could talk about this with your kids too. You could speak generally with them about expectations like Christmas season, you know, we might tend to get more stressed out or you might hear a lot of things about your friends getting gifts and this or that. Uh, and, and that could make us stress. What could we do about it? What are some of the thoughts? So that's kind of that preemptive talking about right. what are our expectations? What are yours? Yeah. But you could be very specific too. Let's say you have, you're planning this family dinner and you have high hopes for how you want this family dinner to go. I encourage parents, talk about it with your kids. Like I really... I want this family dinner where you're not just on your cell phone and I'm not on my cell phone, but where we're really just taking this space to spend time with each other. What do you guys think? Like, do you think that's fair? What else could we, what are you wanting right. out of this family dinner? It sounds maybe for some people like, why do you have to talk about it? But if it's something important to you and it's in your head that you mm -hmm. have a certain way you want it to go, yep. talk about it because right. then when you don't talk about it and your kids are on the phone and your husband's on the phone and no one's really paying attention, it's you were just misaligned in expectations. Yeah. But just even a five minute conversation where you express your desires, they affirm it or say whether they can agree with that expectation, you're just priming yourself for success for right. your family good. in those things. That's good. And and my last thing is, you know, so we talked about are you out of sync with um what was the first one? Val your values, values and your stress divers. Are you out of sync? Are your expectations out of sync with reality or with your family's expectations? And the last one is, are you out of sync with God? Hmm. And I think in this season, especially that can be the cause of so much stress and most likely all year round. This is probably right. a, a big out of sync stress driver. And part of the reason for me is that when I am out of sync with God, then I turn to myself and we turn to find strength within, which doesn't sound bad, right? There's a lot of things that say find strength within. But when it when you overly compensate for your own strength to try to do it all, ultimately you try to then become God. Mm -hmm. And that is just too heavy of a burden. Yeah. You try to control everything, know everything, be perfect which is God, and we just can't. Yeah. We're not designed that way. And it's so exhausting to be God. Right. <laughs> so one of the things is when you're out of sync with God, you try to be God, and then that is just ultimately so just, that's out of sync for our bodies too. Um, there's, I might have shared this on this podcast, but when Sam and I recently uh, bought a house, we had buyer's remorse after, and... I won't go into the whole thing. Just the, the point of the story was we flipped back and forth on decision-making so much mm. where, I mean, both of us, we went through like massive roller coasters. It wasn't just like, oh, it was a hard decision. I mean, we flipped back and forth, like calling your real estate, canceling, calling back again, oh, canceling, gosh. calling back right. again. We were very indecisive. Yeah. And part of it was we just kept thinking every scenario and then the scenario off of every scenario 
and it was just too much. Like we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't solve the puzzle. And we had this epiphany actually in the parking lot of Saddleback Church because we were driving there. And this at this moment, Sam and I each had our different moments. And this in this case, it was Sam was feeling the the heat of it. And we were trying to process like what what is it that will help us find peace? Because right now we're not feeling mm -hmm. peace about it. And he was researching, how do you get past buyer's remorse? You know, like like on Google, I saw that as a search thing. And we were talking about it. And he's like, well, like, I just feel like the decisions that we're making now is going to affect our kids forever. And so is this the best decision? Is it the best decision for this year? But what about five years from now? If this is a place we're going to be 10 years and it's like going on, right? Like, what about this and this and this and this? And it hit us as we were talking, oh my gosh, we're trying to be God. Yeah. We're trying to know the answer to everything. Right. We're trying to ensure, yeah. not just good enough, we're trying to make sure that whatever decision we made was the perfect one right. and have proof and evidence and you know, like be confirmed. And that was exhausting. And I think when we realized, oh my goodness, we are trying to be God mm. and we're not, and we could let that go yeah. and surrender that, it was like a huge weight lifted yeah. off our shoulders. Yeah. And so that's something I would encourage parents is if you find yourself super stressed out right now in this season, are you in sync with God? Yeah. Are you allowing God to be God? Yeah. Or are you taking over hmm. that job description and taking on more than you were ever designed to yeah. take? Oh, and awesome. and allow yourself to find some freedom in that. Yep. Great, great, great reminder on that one, Grace. Well, that wraps up our three-week little series. Don't hit the outro music yet, producer Chris. I see your eye. I see you out <laughs> of the fingers. corner of my eye. Your, your happy fingers over there, your trigger fingers, your itchy finger, whatever they are. Your your big fingers. They're just normal. <laughs> They're normal fingers. Um, <laughs> Your normal, wonderful, productive producer fingers. Is our next episode our 50th? Is that our next uh, episode? No. no. We have one more and then, then 50. Then so 49 50, 49 and then 50. And then our 50th episode. <gasps> yeah. Wow. We'll turn that into a fun, fun party. And wow, everybody, thanks for joining us. Please share this podcast with your friends. If you know a parent who could use a little encouragement, share this podcast. Also email us any topic suggestions, mm -hmm. parenting questions, um, things that, you know, things, vocabulary, uh, vocabulary corrections. definitions, <laughs> all of that. You can email us anything at parents at saddleback.com. Mm -hmm. And please, if you've not checked out our resources at, at saddleback parent, no, 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 no. On purpose, parents.com. Um, our website on purpose, there's a blog. All of our previous videos mm -hmm. and, and um, um, podcasts are there. Tons of resources. Small group curriculum if you want to do a, a study. There's so much there. stuff yeah. at On Purpose Parents to help you win at parenting because we really love you and we're thankful for you and we hope you have an amazing Christmas. We'll see you around. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody.